What's up, everybody? This is Casey with CaseyShip.com, Hot Mom's Lifestyle. And today we're going to talk to one of our very, very successful clients. He is a guy. He is a, it is a man, a male, a he, not a she. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to have Jason on for many reasons. But anyway, his name's Jason Devine. I also work with his wife. And uh, they've actually been in my field for like two, since for years, 2013, I actually, they adopted my dog. I mean, it's been a whole vibe and his results are incredible. And we're going to go over a lot of things today, some heavy things. It may be actually a trigger alert for some of you, but like this, this is going to be really, really special. So Jason's going to be joining us to talk about how he went from over 30% body fat to 22 as he's gotten older, how he almost doubled his income working less. And also he went from having closet addiction issues, depression, and weight issues pretty much his whole life to nada. None of those things even exist anymore. And you're going to find out today how he did that. I was not supposed to be successful. Hey there, Casey Ship here, fitness model, hormone expert, and a master energy healer. I help goal-oriented women clear out the reason why nothing has worked and finally step into their purpose and get everything they've ever wanted. So, Thank you so much for coming on, Jason. I know it takes big kahunas. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Glad, glad for having me. It's uh, yeah. it's weird being a dad on the Hot Moms podcast, but uh, glad to be here. You know, without you, there is no Hot Mom. So there's that. Behind every Hot Mom, there is a hot dad or, you know, there's a, there's a man. It's like behind every powerful man, there's a powerful woman, comes from a powerful man, comes from a powerful woman. You can't get one without the other, you know? Right. So I wanted to do this because we're starting to get a lot more people look at us and men do reach out. Men are really liking my stuff and they, they, they feel like, do you, can you work with guys? And I just want to know, like, yes, we can. Absolutely. Um, but more importantly, like when a woman enrolls and gets into our energy, comes into our container, you are also affected. And that's what happened to Jason. Um, so we're going to just go over all that. So anyway, Jason, let's start with, tell us a little bit about you personally, I'd like to know like kind of where you came from, uh, lower upper, upper middle class kind of thing. Uh, also what you do for work and how many kids you got, how long you've been married and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew up in Alabama. I've lived in the South my whole life. So born and raised just outside of Birmingham, big Alabama fan. So if you've got, you know, some of the ladies or the guys are Alabama fans, roll tide. Um, my dad was a butcher. My mother worked for the social security administration. So when, when I was young, I believed I was lower class. That's what that my, my family had that poverty mindset. In reality, my family was probably really middle class. They were just, you know, tight fisted as hell, right? Which is, you know, fine. Some people are that way. Um, I'm, I'm not. I think that's because I was raised that way. But um, anyway, been married for almost 20 years. My wife and I got married in 2004. Got three kids, two daughters, 14 and 12. I got a little boy who's four. Um, who is just rambunctious as hell. And I love them to death. I love them both to death. My kids are so awesome. My, my oldest daughter probably has a future on Broadway. If she keeps working hard, She's an amazing singer. My youngest daughter is an entrepreneur in the making, loves learning about business is already a black belt working on her second degree is super freaking cool. And I can't wait to see what my four-year-old does. My wife, uh, she joined hot moms a couple years ago. Um, and because of that, I was exposed to a lot of what you were talking about and writing about and teaching in your course a lot more. And it, it really, it really benefited me, especially in a tough time. Like when you said um, about me losing my company during COVID, that was right when my wife joined. And being able to experience your content uh, and learn from it and all the things that you were teaching really helped me overcome 
you know, that struggle because it was a very depressing time in my life. Dude, I'm so yeah. glad you did. What was it? Um, do you remember what drew you in? Like what made you go like, cause you know, a lot of guys would be like, Oh yeah, that's my wife's shit, whatever, whatever. Do you remember what drew you in? Yeah, it was her. She would just mention things in passing. Um, she would talk about, you know, you know, you've struggled with depression, you know, your whole life. Have you ever thought instead of having them take an <clears throat> antidepressant that maybe it's your hormones or maybe what you're eating? Turns out she was right. Love. I mean, okay. So, so you, you struggle with depression and when you're seeing her like, dude, it could be your hormones. You, you got with our hormone physicians and network and like, dude, found a lot of shit I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then, well then also, and I, I guess we can talk about that, but also um, she was, when she first started, instead of like, you know, like, like old school Casey, when I first worked with you, you know, 10 years ago, it would have been like, okay, we're going to do your macros. You're going to hit the gym six days a week. And it's just going to be like, let's go hit it balls to the wall. And, and that works if your hormones are right or you're in your right middle place. And you're like 20 but, years old. Yeah, exactly. And your adrenals aren't shot. Right. Yeah. But if you're, um, you know, if you're mentally not in the right spot, then you just don't have the motivation to stick with that. You just fail after fail after fail. And that's what I experienced. And she was going through working through all of her childhood and young adult trauma. And I saw her doing that and, and dealing with that. We were having honest conversations for the first time in two decades about things. And it's like, you know, may, maybe I need to start thinking about why am I the way I am? What happened to me? Like, what was that seminal moment in my life that caused me to react the way I do and act the way I do and, and, and like look for affirmation in the things I look for affirmation in? And so discovering like going down that rabbit hole was life-changing for me. Dude, you got like, seriously, that takes so much courage. So many people think like, oh yeah, that's whatever. They'll give it names to like minimize it or something. But the fact that you, you wanted to join your wife in the healing journey and that you wanted to be a better person. Like I live for that shit because you know what it's like you grow up and you want to help your fucked up parents. Right. And, and you can't. So when you get somebody that says, Hey, I want help. And there's nothing better in the world than that. And you're giving your kids healed parents. I mean, oh my God, I love this. Okay. Now I know there was a few, but can you take me back to like pre, like prior all this shit, tell us where you were at the the main problem, you know, prior to joining our program, tell us about the depression, man, and the the binging and the drugs, because there's so many people low key that are very, a lot of shame there and they, they don't feel seen and heard. So hearing where you were at, maybe will help them. I had, you know, ever since I graduated high school, like, so when I was in high school and, and a teenager, I was really, really athletic, played a lot of sports, played soccer, you know, for over half the year, played basketball, was great at both, always stayed in shape through just running a lot. And then I got to college and, and quit playing sports uh, like that other than intramurals and just started putting on weight and then got married. And then I gained a lot of weight and I had really poor self-esteem about the way that I, that I looked. I was overweight and out of shape. And I'd always suffered with what I call now depression. But back then, it really just felt like I was moody. Like I was on a roller coaster all the time, like super high or super low and and, and didn't know that that was depression. What and was so, your high moment? Sorry to interrupt. What was your, can you give us an example? Because there's some people that they don't understand what you're saying. And I just want an example. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like my high moments very much involved uh, times when someone else gave me affirmation for what I have achieved. Like approval seeking. Like, yes, dude, exactly. Jason, you're awesome. You did so good. And that was your high. Yes, exactly. And if I did, if I did something awesome and I didn't get that, I would be low. What would you do on your low? You remember? Drink, cry, uh, be, you know, just in a foul ass mood. 
um, be a pain in the ass to be around, you okay. know, anger. A lot of times it manifested as anger and, and, and lashing out at like my wife or, or my, my daughters when they were young and not, not knowing like where that was coming from. Okay. Road rage. Uh, not to the point where I like got out of the car and like tried to bash somebody's window in, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. And I, I see a lot of men, uh, women too, but anger is a big one. Usually that anger really quick to anger is a dead giveaway that you got some stuff there, man. And it's okay. Yeah. You know, but it that's Absolutely. typically, so a trigger could be anger for those of you listening. Anger is a sign is what Jason's saying. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, got it. If you got, got it. a really, yeah, yeah. For me, like I would, my, my fuse was super short. Oh yeah, man. I've been there. I used to thrive on rage. Actually, it's how I was brought up was rage and anger because it was as a protection mechanism, you know? Yeah. So yeah. All right. So the problem was depression, moodiness, and then the alcohol and substance closet. Tell us about the closet stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. smoked for, um, I guess about 11 years started when I, when I first started to college. Um, and then smoked all through college. And then my wife and I, we got married and she and I both smoked. And then when she got pregnant with our first child, she quit. And I told her I was going to quit and I tried, but I couldn't, but I was ashamed to admit it. And so I hit it. And so like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't smoke like all weekend when I was at home from work. And by Sunday, I would just be an angry asshole because I hadn't had that nicotine fix. And that was probably some of where you know, the lashing out was coming from was that, but then as soon as I would get in the car, like I, I would get up at like four in the morning so I could get in my car and drive the office at four in the morning, just so I could smoke a cigarette on the way. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What do you know where the shame came from? The shame. Was yeah. it church? Was it church or your mom and dad or what? There was, um, I, th- I really think, and I'm still unpacking this, you know, it's like an onion. You unpack yes, it is. And you go back in time. Yep, uh, and you find more and more, but I really think most of it, it stems from a seminal moment when I was 13. Um, I had gone; I was playing for like a lower level club soccer team, but I was really, really good. Like I feel like if I had had the proper opportunities, I could have played in college, maybe gone on beyond that. And we went to go play a team that was much better than us on the other side of town, and I was the best player on the field. And after the game. The coach of the other team walked up to me and my father and said, I want you to come play for our team. We're travel team, you know, and my dad was very noncommittal, but said, we'd talk about it. And when we got home that night, my dad told me, you'll never be good enough. And the truth of the matter was he just didn't want to pay for it because it was too much money. And ever since then, from that moment, everything I did for the next 30 years, because I'm 40, I'm almost 42 now. So the next 30 years was me trying to live up to or to get win approval from my father or other people. So there's some shame mixed in there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because because, because I feel like I'm letting somebody down if I can't do what I said I was going to do. And now I'm ashamed of that and I didn't get their approval. So dude, that's so powerful. Yeah. My mom said the same shit, bro. And hers was more of a she wanted to protect me from getting my hopes up. So she'd be like, well, honey, honey, you're nothing like those other girls. Okay. Don't get your hopes up. Or I remember when I got on homecoming court, she goes, well, I'm surprised. I mean, not that you're like, you know, nothing wrong with you. I'm just, you know, I'm shocked that you got on it. Cause those other girls are like always constantly. So I can fucking relate to that. And you know, you hit the nail, man. You know how many parents will say some shit like that because they just don't want to fucking pay for it or drive there right. versus right. saying, I don't want to pay for it. Right. Well, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure my dad, was telling himself that he was doing that for my own good. Absolutely. Yeah. But it totally was just, he didn't want to be bothered. 
Yeah. And that, that has affected today how I parent. Like, like I said, my oldest child, she has dreams of Broadway. I have zero problem paying for her to get like 20 hours a week of private schooling on singing, dancing, acting, just so she can make her dream come true. And I'm like, not a single dime of that is wasted because even if she doesn't make it, she knows that she had every opportunity to do it. Dude. And it's going to set her up for success in the future too. Like she's worth it. You know, just all that stuff. I love that. I love that. Dude, that's great. Okay. So why did you choose to join our program specifically over any other one? Because I am different. So, I mean, <laughs> what what made you choose ours? Well, one, because was my wife was already doing it. So there was the convenience factor. That's one thing. Uh, but then two, it wasn't just about fitness. It was about mentality. And it was about digging in deep mentally and down in your soul to like address, like, where did the wounds come from that cause these self-destructive behaviors to manifest? Um, it's doing that exploratory work. It's, it's about, you know, I had just lost a multi-million dollar year business. Um, and it was like, how do I get back to making that kind of money? Um, and you've got money codes and things like that. And just, it's a whole mindset shift because when I joined, I was still in a very much a negative ment- mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, I was always thinking about, you know, what's going to go wrong. I was always looking for the other shoe drop. When is this going to fail? As opposed to learning how to use your positive thoughts and energy to channel positive outcomes. And you talk a lot about that. Um, and, and I love that stuff that that's been, that's been life-changing for me too. Dude. And I remember some of your biggest shifts uh, were the money. Like I remember you getting into the money stuff and just sharing your breakthroughs in the, in the community. Like you were manifesting left and right money. And I just want to say this, you know, Jason owned his own company, software company. He's really smart. He's actually helping us do some, some like on the DL, like CTO shit. <laughs> But um, you were like working your ass off like 80 hour weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would get up and go to the office and I would be there at 5 a.m. Work until 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. And it's weird. I don't have my own company anymore, but I bring home more net pay now and work less than I did then. I have time to play golf twice a week, to go to the driving range a couple of times. I have time to take my kids to their activities in the afternoon. And when I had my own business, we were doing millions of dollars in revenue, but all of that was outsourced to my wife. She was miserable. I was miserable. It was like we were strangers living in the same house. You've know? been there, been there, man, dude, this is so much gold. And now you're making more money working less and your health is back. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the, the transformation in my health in the last 12 months has been amazing. I don't suffer from up and down depression my weight's dropping, my strength's increasing drastically, and my quality of life is way better. Love it. And Jason struggled, you know, because women are going to be like, what does he know about diet? Jason was an avid macro tracker. He was like meathead to the core, honey. He was in it. And so, and you used to struggle, man. You would be like, tell us about the food struggles where you'd try to follow macros and then binge or fall off. And then, you know. (laughs) I mean, totally. I think so in, in 13 did it for a few months, but didn't have the mentality to, to keep with it. Didn't, didn't know why I was sabotaging myself. Did it again in 16, had an amazing transformation, went from like 260 pounds down to like 225, looked incredible, fell off the wagon from binging and letting bad things in my life affect my decision-making and my health. Then now this time, now that I've you know, been exposed to your content on hot moms and, and and going through all of that. Now learning that you'll never be able to achieve the outcome that you want with your health and your well-being and your money unless you deal with all of those things that are causing the self-sabotaging behavior. 
years. Period. Look, we're done. Dry. We're done here. That's it. He said it. He, yeah, seriously. That's that's what's up. That is a gold statement. Okay. So was there anything in particular about our program that really helped you? And why was it so effective? And I can ask you the second question. So let's start with the first one. Which one? I know it's hard. Like, which one do you feel like was the most important for you in specifically? Oh, so I was raised a Southern Baptist. Um, so anything about manifesting chakras, any of that stuff sounds like energy, devil worship voodoo, right? To the, to the way I was raised, but learning that that's not the case and, and learning to really be intentional about what I center my thoughts around has really been big. And, and the second one is, and maybe, and, and this, and, and maybe they go hand in hand too, um, is, is getting my hormones fixed meeting with your doctors, because when your hormones are out of balance, your brain chemistry is off. So you can't even like, you're not chemically capable of of thinking properly. Thank you. Thank you. Women all the time. They're telling me their fears and all this about it not working. I'm like, it's like John Whiting says, you're mentally drunk. You're mentally yeah. drunk right now because the hormones have you, the hormones and the, the stuff you're not dealing with because your hormones are off. The reason they're off, it's literally keeping you drunk. So let's just go fix those. The whole lens of how you look at life changes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So hormones was a big thing and learning about, you know, the energy and how um, it's like the religion. I always say it's the same light, different lantern. You know, I think a lot of us start out in basic religion. I grew up Southern Baptist as well. And it just... You know, I had, it, I had tons of guilt, shame, and I didn't feel free, you yeah. know, uh, and I'm looking at him like, God, this is, I wanted to kill myself. Not because of the religion, just because there's so much shame. Like you're not supposed to feel this way. You're not supposed to look that way. That's a sin. That's a sin. I'm like, shit, dude, you know? So um, that's good. Learning about yourself and awareness. Okay. So as a result of implementing the program, what's, what was the outcome? Oh man. So, um, well, let's talk about money. So now I bring home over $400,000 a year. I just manifested half yes. a million dollars. Uh, I walked into uh, a client yesterday, told them why they had to have us walk through all of our wins the last year, looked them dead straight in the eye. And I said, you can't afford to go through next year without us. We need to renew this contract for, for millions of dollars. And he said, I agree. And before I went through, I would have never had the confidence to you know, look somebody in the eye and say that because I had that shame. I couldn't look another man in the eye uh, like that. Uh, yeah. And say, you know, you need me. And now that and now that's changed. From a from a health perspective, like I said, you talked about earlier, I've gone from over thirty percent body fat to sub twenty two. The strength gains and the muscle gains are unbelievable. Like I've put on over twenty pounds of muscle, and my weight's down twenty five pounds. So that's probably like a net loss of like forty five pounds of fat somewhere in that range. I can bench press two twenty five, squat three fifteen. And how old are you? Forty one years old. I love it. And then, and then, uh, you got energy to play with your kids, man. You oh, know. Yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's great. And I, I'm a freak in the gym and it is so much fun. Cause I, you know, I, when we first started, I wanted to be that person and it felt like I was so far away because mentally I really was, but yeah. now that I've gotten my shit straight, I can see it and I'm getting there yeah. and I am manifesting that because I've adopted the habits of those people and I'm not sabotaging myself anymore. The press record video, you know, you, how you had fear about showing up and sharing. And also I feel like this is going to be a, a big thing on like the confidence to approach your, whatever they're called to get that raise or get that contract. How, how did you... People were looking like, well, what'd you do? How'd you think? Will you just give us one little clue of how you thought or the switch up? Well, so like for, for this specific instance, it was, you know, part of it is, is primal. 
of, you know, I, I, as a male, I feel like I'm the provider for my family. And so it's like, if I don't get this contract renewed, then I've got to go find another customer. And I'm like, I, I know that I've helped this company enough to be confident in there and say, you need me just as much as I need you, if not more. And so it, it wasn't, I walked in there, there wasn't a bit of self-doubt. I prepared for it. I simply just, you know, wrote, wrote out a document, listed all of the things that we had done for them and the types of benefits we'd given them, the time we'd saved, the millions of dollars we'd saved them in costs. And I'm like, here it all is. Now our contract's up at the end of the year and you need to renew it. And he was like, yep, I absolutely agree. And see, if you had the shame, this is where shame, if you still had that deep wound of shame, you would have not even allowed yourself to do that and gotten angry and made excuses of why it's your life is shit and nothing works out for you. Yep. You know, so I just love that transformation. People won't see that, but I see that and I love that. Okay. Where do you think you would be right now if you wouldn't have taken action when you did? I'd still be, I'd be struggling to hold down a job because losing my business and my home. I had to, I, we, we custom built a house in 2013, 14. I had to sell that house to pay the debts that the business owed when it, and that was devastating. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't joined this, I'd probably still be in the throes of substance abuse. I'd probably be struggling to hold down a good job. Might, might not even be married, you know, I mean, cause, cause things just fall apart, you know? And see where this starts. The symptoms are weight. Like you can't stay on your, your weight regimen. And so many people will come in and they think that it's, well, just tell me the diet or just the hormones. And I'm like, I'm going to give you that, but you need more. You That's know what right. I mean? You absolutely do. God, yeah, because being, being able to unlock that it is adopting the habits of the person that you want to be is the key to being consistent. But then also like dealing with all of that shame and the guilt and the, and, you know, finding whatever the source of that depression was and dealing with it will help you stay on the wagon, but also will allow you to give yourself the grace when you fall off. Because I told myself, I'm like, dude, you didn't get to be fat and out of shape overnight. You're not going to be 8% super, 8% body fat, super freak in the gym overnight either. It's going to take time and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now how, what about the relationship? Like, how has that been for you guys? Like it, you, you both have healed so much trauma. Like how has that been? Uh, it's, it's been great. So we're, we're finally able now to be honest with each other about what we want. So, I mean, every guy wants his wife to look hot, but every guy that wants that, owes her to, to, to be the same for her. I mean, you, you can't, you can't be a dude and say, well, I want my wife to be hot. And you're sitting, sitting over there at 30% body fat. Nope. It don't work. If you want her to put in the work, you need to be putting in the work. So, you're going to have some, ooh, you know, he said it. I didn't say it. But Jason, it's true. It, it, it it's, true. It's, it's absolutely true. And it goes both ways. You know, if it's the same, same way, if it if happen, happens to be the other direction, it's the same. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know like how depth to get, I mean, our sex life's better. Uh, we're more intimate. We're nicer to each other. Mm. We're, we give each other more grace. We're more forgiving and we help each other more. I love it. And seeing people think that, especially a lot of women that are real codependent, they're like, well, I just need to change my husband. He's the problem. I'm like, honey, woo, she's not going to like what she's about to hear. You got it. Healing starts within. And when you heal yourself, you heal others, you know? So I, I just, I love that. And I know that you guys are just becoming the parents that it just, what it's doing to you as a parent. I just, it's phenomenal. Cause I'm all about the kids, man. I love the kids. They don't deserve the shit we grew up in, you know? So I love that. Okay. If there's anybody watching this, that's really on the fence about booking a strategy call to find out why they're stuck and to get the strategy from get to point A to point B, if they're on the fence and scared or whatever, what would you say to them? 
um, do it. Uh, I know people are probably scared about how much it costs or maybe even scared of, you know, what they might find out. But if you think about, you know, whatever the cost may be is nothing compared to the opportunity cost of you giving up the last decades of your life still living in the misery that you're living in. So if you, if you've got, I mean, like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what the cost is these days, Casey for mastermind, but you know, what is that five or 10,000 or however much it costs these days compared to living 100. The last 30, pay 100, 100,000, 30, <laughs> 40, 50 years of your life in misery, wishing you had started yesterday in perpetuity. Like that's an easy trade for me. Dude, yeah. Nah, people can get in with a hundred, you know, a couple hundred bucks if depending on like if they qualify for payments. But yeah, man, goal one day is it's gonna be a hundred K to work with me. But no, man, hey, thank you so much. Um, we're yeah. gonna put your handle so people can follow you. I know you're gonna do great things because you're just gonna keep going. So go take care of your son and we're sending you good vibes for him. So go make him feel safe and everything's gonna be okay. I appreciate it. Thanks, Casey. You're welcome. Bye, y'all. See you. Bye. This is it. I've got a free training, caseyship.com forward slash register. Be sure to grab that and then join my free Facebook group and just reach out. Struggle is not required. So hit me up, caseyship.com forward slash register. Talk to you soon.